All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the ETR podcast. We've got a bit of a different one today. Um, as most of you probably already would have heard, um, the Metal World recently lost Alexi Leo, uh, most well known for his part in Children of Bodom, um, who played their last gig in what, 2019? And then he went on to uh, form Bodom After Midnight, I think it was called. But anyway, um, yeah, apparently Alexi was suffering with an illness for a few years and um, it's a sad loss, you know, for everyone involved. Um, condolences go out to his family, friends, bandmates and I suppose all the fans around the world. Um, I suppose we, we could start have a quick chat about uh, his music. I know I, I got into Children of Bodom through my younger brother Matt many, many fucking years ago. Back when um, Are You Dead Yet came out. And Matt, I remember Matt rocked up one day and he goes, I found this awesome band. Um, there's a song I want you to learn. It's called Are You Dead Yet? I was like, all right, sweet. What album's it off? He goes, Are You Dead Yet? I was like, yeah, but what's the name of the album? He goes, dickhead. The name of the album is Are You Dead Yet? And it's a song, Are You Dead Yet? Fucking learn it. So I was like, all right, sweet. <laughs> so um, went out and bought, um, bought that CD. And um, we learnt the song. And from there, then we went sort of in the back in their catalogue. I think then we end up with um, Hate Breeder. Um, then it took us ages to find um, Hate Crew Death Roll. I don't know what was up with that album, but it was one of them ones, I think, um, in the end we had to get from some international fucking eBay or some shit. Um, and then I've been listening to them throughout the years, um, but I think the last album of theirs I bought would have been Halo of Blood. Um I think that was like 2013, possibly. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, it's a bit of a shock to hear. Um, but what did you think of the band, mate? I know you're you're recent <laughs> to the... Um... Yeah, yeah. So you said to me um, yesterday, I think it was, that I should... Uh, we were, is it worth doing a video? So I don't really know them that well. I've never listened to them. I've heard the name a million times, but I've never um, actually looked up the band themselves or listened to them or paid any attention I may have heard songs before if they've been played. If the, you know, when you go to a gig and they're changing bands, they play just music in the background. Yep. Um, I may have heard it then if they've played it, but I wouldn't recognise it. Um, and today I listened to Are You Dead Yet, <laughs> which is the album yep. that you recommended because I said, Where should I start? And then I thought, Well, fuck it. Every band that I like has like a killer first album. And then they just yep. go downhill after that. And I'm thinking if this is their, I think that Are You Dead Yet was like their fifth or sixth album um, release. And I thought, well, if it's that good at the sort of five, six albums in, what's the first album like? So I listened to their um, first album, Something Wild, on the way home from uh, work this afternoon. And it was just brilliant from, you know, cover to cover. Such a good album. It's very melodic, which I like in that sort of metal. Because yep. it keeps you engaged. You're not... Um, just dealing with the the normal brutal heavy metal, black metal, death metal wannabes. It's sort of got yep. more more substance to the music. Um, and to be honest, I think if I had been more open to listening to them years ago, I probably would have been right into them. Um, yeah, and no doubt, definitely... years ago, I probably told you to check them out, and you probably told me to fuck off. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. but that, that's the same thing. They our 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 musical differences go like from one extreme to another so um like you listen to all that black metal type stuff i'm a fan of the more mainstream black metal type stuff not the, yep. not the shit you have to 
listen to a few boring songs to get into. <laughs> but um, that's the difference between you and I, man. I, I like uh, some people would say I'm more of a mainstream metal person, um, as whereas you're a, you're definitely more on the much heavier end of the spectrum than what I am. So if you if you suggest a band, I'm usually like, ah, yeah, I'll get to it at some point. <laughs> and then I end up forgetting about them. And then because we're doing this video, I um, gave them a shot, listened to two albums. <laughs> I, was, I was just saying that like, we're just such on a, a different spectrum of the heavy metal world in terms of our taste of music. Um, yep. So yeah, when you do recommend a band, I'm kind of iffy about it. Um, but because we were doing this video, I gave them a shot and I was just fucking, the music itself was so good. Um, mm. Which is strange because when I looked up there, um, how often the, when their albums came out, I'm looking at like 97, 99, 2000, 2003, 2005, 2008, 2011, 2013, 15, and then 19. Like the most they had was four years in between albums. Which... They did have a um a cover album in there somewhere. It oh, might yeah, have been that's... Skeletons in My Closet or something like that. But that's why how, um you know how sometimes I fuck around and I sing um, doop, 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 looking out my back door. They yeah. do a cover of that too. It's a fucking good cover. Oh, okay. Well, like looking at their 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 uh their albums there, um, no, nah, that well, what I was going over, but that came out the the skeleton in the closet came out in two thousand nine. They um still that that what I, I was going through all the years that their actual studio albums come out, all their original stuff. Yeah, it wasn't a big break. The most they had a break was two thousand sixteen, I think it was to two thousand. Uh, sorry, two thousand fifteen, two thousand nine. They had four years break in between. Yeah, Which could have been that the health issues too, because I know at one stage, um, I can't remember where I read it in an interview years ago. It might have been Guitar World or Metal Hammer or whatever that um, Alexi was saying that he had like shoulder surgery or some shit like that, and yeah. he had to pretty much relearn guitar again. Um, yeah, right. And it came about because he had like a fucking broken collarbone for ten years or some shit that he never knew about. Yeah. And um yeah, he reckons his fingers just weren't up to speed with what they used to be and shit like that, which is understandable after major surgery. Yeah. Um so maybe that's a reason plus whatever illness was going on behind the scenes and who fucking knows. But yeah, that'd be a good explanation but, for why it took him so long. Yeah, well what I was getting at is like there's like even heavy metal bands from like the early two thousands that were you know, got their got their record deal, signed a deal, put out a debut album. Even those bands, like in the two thousand, like two thousand five and onwards, they they weren't putting out an album every couple of years, and I think yeah. that's what I miss most about the big record industry. Now, I wouldn't say we're in a big record industry now because people doing their own thing. Like um, a lot of Perth bands just record their own stuff and put it straight on Spotify. You don't need a middleman. Yeah. You don't need a contract. Um, but what I miss about those days when you pretty much needed to have that contract, that record label backing you, um, is the fact that there, were new, there was new material coming out so often. Like, you look at all the great bands mm, from the... Because they had to, because they were set 50s, to a fucking 60s schedule. ...50s, 70s, and the 80s. They were coming out, like, almost every year. They had a new album yeah. every year. And it wasn't that... And that slowed down to sort of every two years in the... Maybe for most bands, it was probably, like, the 80s and the 90s. And then as soon as the 2000s come around, it was like, oh, fuck it, people can wait five years. It's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't support you and go to gigs and buy your merch and buy your albums to fucking wait for new music so i really like that about a band when they actually put out consistently put out really good um really good music and and yep. that frequently like for their first album like i thought um something wild was the second one i listened to but being their first album was fucking killer um 
I want to listen to Hate Breeder now and then follow the repo. I actually want to go through them in like chronological order. Um, yeah. Because I think every every one's just going to be fantastic. Um, and I'd say a lot of people will be doing that, especially um, with being that the bloke just passed as well. I mean, it's funny because oh, a few months ago. I went and grabbed um, Halo of Blood and chucked it in the car. I had that in the car for about a month or so just playing. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't have thought that, oh, in a month's time I'm going to find out that Alexi Leo dies, you know? Like, it was just out yeah. of the blue. I was like, fuck, I want something different to listen to. Oh, I haven't listened to Bodum for a while. Chuck that in the car. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the bloke was a hugely influential guitar player. He yeah, won, that's like, what I read online. Like, gold medal awards, all sorts of shit. Everyone Why do you think I play on... V's? You know the Sorry. SV that I play? You know the SVs that I play? The guitar, yeah, right. Yeah, the fucking the V-shaped guitars. Yeah. Well, you've seen it, the V-shaped guitar I got. Um, that came oh, out from watching... Yeah, that came out from watching saying, Children of Bodom. I thought you were saying, why do you think I play the Vs? I'm like, what the fuck's a V got to do with guitar? No, nah, yeah, okay. no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> my ESP um, SVs. Because um, yeah. you remember back in the day, I always used to play the um, the Kirk Hammett guitars. Yeah, and yeah. that was my guitar. And then after Matt introduced me to um, to Children of Bowden and Alexi Leo, that was around the time as well that Matt was learning to play lead. So he took a lot of influence in the side of learning the lead shit or being influenced by him in that way. And I took the influence of looking at the guitars, going, fuck yeah, I'd love one of his guitars. And that's yeah. why I ended up playing SVs because of Alexi Leo. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Yeah, no. Um, Awesome, but that's what I mean. Like, uh, I read a bit. Um, after you actually sent me a text about it saying that he's passed away, and we should probably do a video, but I didn't know too much about the band. Um, yeah, I assumed that you would have listened to him over the years. I didn't realize you didn't listen to him. Uh, but even before that, I'd read, like, just scrolling through Instagram, I'd seen people, um, like, post his picture and yep. whatever, and saying whatever they wanted to say about it. So I, I, I knew he'd passed away, I just didn't really. It wasn't a band I was into, so I was like saying Britney Spears died, I probably wouldn't care. You know what I mean? It's that, it's that sort of thing because yeah. it's not something that's in my life. I never got into it. So, um, yeah, but I'm actually a little bit sad that I got into them so fucking, so fucking late. <laughs> um, so but, late by like it, today, yeah, which by the time yeah, this comes sorry. out would have been a few days ago. <laughs> 23 years after the debut album, or 24 years after yeah. the debut album. But, um, man, that's such a killer band. Like, uh, very melodic. The first thing I thought was he's singing on some songs is like very um, black metal-ish. Yep. Remind me, but then in some some songs, like when there's a little bit like a higher pitch to his voice, his vocals, it actually reminded me of uh, um, Phil from Pantera. Yep. Little hints here and there. It's like a, for, for a dude who's doing heavy metal and whatnot, he had such range in his vocals. It was fucking awesome. But then the music yeah. as well, the the symphony, the uh, melodics of that backed up the music and made it, gave, just gave it so much more substance than what a typical... Well, I like band. as well that how he'll play his lead bit and then the keyboard player will sort of match it and they just yeah. trade it back and forth between the guitar and yeah. the keyboards. I always found that very impressive about them because well, it's not something they, you really see in a lot of bands that we'd listen to. No, and the other thing is for people who don't know who, the, who this band is and what I mean by the melodic parts of it, like think of... Demu Bagheer's album in Sauté Diaboli or whatever the fuck that was called where it's all got a lot it's got a full orchestra behind it the music is very melodic and that's probably 
the one album of theirs that I'll continually listen to because there's actually a lot happening. There's a lot to yep. the music. And then for people who don't know about that, um, I think Metallica, that SNM album they came out with, the DVD where they had the symphony um, yep. orchestra playing in the background live, that's that, that's what it gives you. But that's like, from what I can gather, it must be on all albums um, because it's yeah. on their first album. It was on their album, uh, Are, you, Are You Dead Yet? So I'm expecting that to be like a trend all the way through it. That's it's very um I suppose you call it signature of them yeah um that yeah. sort of style but it's it's weird that I've heard this sort of music from other bands who have never done that but then they've brought it into their music um yep. yet these guys have been doing it since ninety seven you know what I mean yeah so. well that's the thing um it was good because I actually got to see them live um back in. Fuck, I want to say 2011, I think it was. Um, it was near Matt's birthday, actually. So me and um, my now ex-wife, Brooke, um, bought Matt a ticket for his birthday and took him along to that. Yeah. And it was a great night, too, because I'm pretty sure um, Voyager, which is a Perth band, they were touring around Australia with him. And um, Empire's Laid Waste actually opened up the night. And... It was fucking good, you know, like they they played very well, Voyager played well. Bodum's um performance was a bit iffy, but um my mate Tom later told me that yeah, they found out backstage, um apparently the whole band was fucking crook with food poisoning. They got a dodgy oh, right. fucking Where dodgy meal on the plane or some shit. Um Capital I'm pretty sure it was. I Where? could be wrong. Capital. Oh shit. I'm pretty sure. It was either 2010, 2011, something around then. I'm pretty sure it was 2011. I should have looked it yeah. up before we even fucking started this, but... I don't know why so many Yeah, bands, it was a fucking good like gig. When, when, the, when the capital was the capital, it's no longer the capital. It's, um, it's a disco centre now for fucking 16-year-olds. But when it was the capital, I don't know why so many international bands were, were booked there because I, I understand they had, they, that, that brand obviously had the money to bring in the bands, but it was such a shit venue. Really yeah, but the, I've seen a lot of good gigs there, mate. As shit as yeah, venues, I've seen a lot say, of good like, gigs there. Within within a, within the same seven days, I saw Cradle of Filth with our mate Mitch, and then that was like a Mitch Tuesday up. or Wednesday night, and then yep. like the following Sunday, I went and caught Sepultura. Mm. It was fucking brilliant, but it's such a shit venue. The stage was. Well, that's like, a thing, the like the stage, the stage I know they they came back again. I'm pretty sure at some stage, I remember seeing that advertised with Megadeth or something like that. Because I was never hugely into Megadeth, I thought, well, for the price of the tickets, I'm not paying that just to go see Bodum. So I didn't go see yeah. him again for a second time. But situations like this make you sort of think, like, why didn't you just suck it up and do it? Yeah, Same with, yeah. I wish I had have bought one of the Alexi Leo signature guitars back in the day when I had the chance. Yeah. But I didn't because I was like, well, that's an extra thousand bucks on top of the normal guitar just to have his signature on the headstock. And that's why I thought back then because it's like fucking money was precious well money's always precious but you know what i mean <laughs> it's sort of like um, that sometimes you just wish you had that little bit of extra cash to do something before yeah. it's too late and then when it is too late you're like fucking jesus but, no, but i mean a, at yeah. the end of the day uh, it's um i'm glad you you got into them it's a shame that it took for this for you to go oh fuck <laughs> it I'll, I'll i'll have a listen yeah. but i'm looking forward to um so yeah i'm pretty sure it was called bodum after midnight was the um yeah, no, the was. band he I started just... after and apparently yeah. they've recorded three songs and a film clip, so it'll be interesting oh, really? to see. It'll be interesting to see when that gets released, um, whether it's 
I mean, he was the main songwriter anyway of Children Bodum, so it wouldn't surprise me if it's pretty much just Bodum under a new name. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they change it up at all or if they just kept the signature Bodum um, style and so it'll be good to fucking what hear. Happened, what happened to the band like for Bodum After Midnight to come from Children of Bodum? Did, did Children of Bodum, that band, just run its course? Um, from what I remember reading, um, or something along the lines of um, three of the members decided it was time for them to move on. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if it was to do with Alexi's um, illness or his condition or whatever, or if there was other internal shit in the band that they never sort of bring out in public. Um, so then Alexi and another dude said, all right, we'll go our separate ways. And then I think they ended up possibly going to court or some shit over the name. Yeah. And it turned out that even though I'm pretty sure he was a founding member, even though for whatever reason the other boys had the rights to the name, so yeah. that's why he went. Oh well, Stated. my new band's called Bodum After Midnight. Static X. So um, I'm actually yeah. just reading it now. So it was like there were three members that sort of went their separate ways because uh, they didn't have a, a common viewpoint with Alexa, Alexi, sorry. Um, and then when he um, found like they had a new bass player, a drummer, but uh, because of the other members, it must have been set up like a, a partnership. Possibly the, the business of it. So the the name belonged to the partnership, and all the other members had obviously had their share, and they couldn't um, use yep. it. So I dare say, Bodum after midnight was probably going to be the same. I reckon it's going to be the same music. It's kind of like Prince. Um, arguing with his record labels over his name rights and then coming yep. out with the, the artist formerly known as Prince, but it's the same fucking music. Well, just like you mentioned name. just before, Static X with Wayne and Tay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But so, like, yeah. So it's just going to be another one of them things where, you know, you're never going to know the full truth behind what the issues were, and especially now that he's passed, I doubt that... Um, the band members are going to try shit on his name in any way and turn around and go, oh, yeah, well, this is a real reason why we we split up yeah. or whatever. But either way, um, it is a loss for the for the metal world, metal community no, in general. And like I said, um, condolences to his family. And, um, yeah. yeah, we'll probably wrap it up there. Yeah, no, that's good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to keep listening to the music, so. Yeah, it's definitely. I've been listening to to some more Bodum after hearing the news, and um, it's actually good to to get back. Like I said, a month or two ago when I grabbed Halo of Blood, um, that was a good refresher. And now, yeah, getting back into it myself. So it is what it is. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Well, thanks everyone for watching. I know this is a bit of a short one compared to usual, and um, it obviously wasn't planned, as you know, death is never planned. But uh, it is what it is, and. Rest in peace, Alexi Leo. Cheers for the good fucking tunes, mate. Yeah.